Welcome to The Backbeat. Welcome back to the Backbeat Podcast. Today, or I guess this evening really, we're chatting to Tristan and Nick of Wax Flower uh, up in Brisbane. Um, and it's just been a couple of weeks since you guys dropped your latest release, Soak. And we're super keen to chat all things about it. So how's it going, guys? Yeah, really good. Thank you for having us. Yeah, no worries. Uh, how's your day been? Uh, really, really busy. Just been kind of scrambling yeah. around, trying to get places, and like just walked in the door five minutes ago. And it's so hot because oh, there's a huge storm around Brisbane at the moment. So, no. but yeah, I'm, I'm home. I don't have to do anything else for the rest of the day. So I'm chill. I'm ready to <laughs> the rest ready to calm of the down. day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For three hours it's, until I go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, hopefully this is a nice time for you guys just to just unwind, just a casual chat. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Get the brandy um, out. <laughs> yes, oh my god, we should all have drinks. Let's get on the cookies. I'm doing with my, my bloody pump water. Jeez. <laughs> Health, adulting. Um, we actually did a live review for you guys back when we started, um, back in 2019 when cool. Together came out. Um, cool. It was me and one of our writers, Tori, who went to your show at Cherry Bar on Valentine's Day. Amazing. Oh, wow. Yeah, that yeah. was a fun show. That was a good show. It was. It was a great show. Yeah, that was fun. Um, I think that was with, I've got Alex Moses and Excuse for an Exit, who we've yep. um, seen since then as well. It's, it's yeah, a great, great group of people. Um, loved the release then, loved the new release now. It's all amazing. Cool. Um, Thank you. How has it been since then? Yeah. That- yeah, like how's the, how's the single been received? Yeah, like this, this like soak. It's been out for I think it's like yeah. a month today. We got the notification through yeah. Spotify for artists, and yeah. like it's definitely like been the best reception we've gotten to any song so far. Like in terms of like streaming numbers, and as well as just people reaching out to us. So, like I'm super stoked with how everything's been going, and yeah, it's like you, today was our second highest day of plays i think and usually yeah. like the first couple of days is the highest and then it kind of like levels yeah. out but you know it's 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 on the up and up which is like really exciting like you know a, a month Absolutely. after release to have the stuff still climbing and people still connecting with it so yeah i couldn't be happier yeah. to be honest oh that would feel so good it's weird to watch statistics and and how differently it's actually interpreted <laughs> like yeah. you would think that um like obviously when you've got a new release you want the numbers to go up and and see the first initial response but like the idea of pre pre-saving now is a whole thing as well yeah well apparently the whole thing with pre-saving is like if you get people to pre-save it's going to show up in their Nick, you might know more about this. Like it shows up in their playlists on the de- on the, their release radars and stuff like yeah. that. And I think it gives an indication maybe to Spotify that people are interested in the song and like it might give them more it, give it more weight when they're considering it for editorial playlisting. But yeah, I don't know, that stuff mm. is kind of un- under wraps. Well, at least for me, I have no idea how it works. But <laughs> I know that we have to yeah, do neither. it. So I think it's all back end. Yeah, 
Yeah, easy. It's kind of like with um, book pre-orders. They, it's like the biggest thing to them. They want to get the, the orders up before it's even available. Yeah, because you want that sweet, sweet New York Times. Yeah. Play, like, <laughs> I always said playlisting, but like you want, they wanted to launch it once. I swear every book ever is like a New York's best time seller. Yeah. Hey, I swear. I, I literally read about this maybe like a few months ago and um, – like the the publisher the the publishers or the editors or like the the writer themselves they'll literally buy like hundreds or hundreds and hundreds of copies of their own book Jesus. and then like resell them so that they can get that title yeah. of um New York bestseller or whatever it is yeah so how cheeky how cheeky I'm almost positive the exact same thing would happen in the music industry like all those huge yeah, why not? artists yeah, 100%. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure they do the same thing 100 they're all game in the oh, system. yeah 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 um, Justin Bieber yummy style you get that single playing in the background 24 <laughs> <Yeah>. 7 <laughs> My favorite thing was seeing um, Kim K playing Kanye's album on silent for like 24 hours a day. So she wasn't actually listening, but she was giving it the plays. Support. It's dedication. Amicable amicable breakup right there. (laughs) Well, we hope. Um, From like the early days when we first yeah, came and saw you. I kind of noticed you guys went from sounding something like Kiss Chasey and the Getaway Plan and stuff with Together to now more of a, at least the most recent, uh, recent, recent release. Um, <laughs> I like that. Recent. <laughs> um, sounding more kind of 2000s electronic, kind of a little bit of hyper pop punk kind of deal. Um, so, it's a trap. Yeah. Is that? It's a trap. <laughs> it's, a tra- <laughs> it's a scam. I knew it. Nah, I'll let Tristan talk about that he's uh he's the music man ah, how did that come to be yeah that's it oh no <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think the connection might be a bit dodge yeah. you there okay yeah oh. so my internet is horrible here i like have like yeah. a 5g modem so it's not real internet um yeah i guess all the electronic oh, no. elements and stuff yo can you hear me yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it's better. Yeah, it's better. <laughs> oh, this is Hello. a mess. Oh, fuck, we hate Zim. Oh, you guys can hear me? Try, try, like a, try leaving the call and, um, yeah, and reconnecting. Sometimes yeah. that helps. Oh, oh he's, he's gone. He's, he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> all right, let's talk, about, let's talk bad about Tristan while he's gone. Talk God, so I'm going to spill shit. all the beans. Do it. Oh, the my tea. God. Ooh. What's it like to work with him? He seems really <laughs> annoying. <laughs> There's no beans to spill. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn, I thought we were going to talk some shit. <laughs> no, he seems lovely. You both seem lovely. <laughs> oh, here we go. Let's try again. Maybe we should start a GoFundMe to get Tristan uh, an actual a good internet plan. Yeah. That's so funny. No, it's the area he lives in. You'd have to do the whole the whole area. Oh, fuck. Uh, Could be a big outlay. Um, we don't have that budget. We'll spearhead a NBM uh, rollout. <laughs> we need a thousand backers. Oh, he's joined on his phone. Oh, okay. Cool. Here we go. I don't know what the audio is going to be like. Oh, better than uh, Mr. Robot. <laughs> Great show. Are we there? Okay. <laughs> it's a good show. <laughs> Can you guys see me now? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yay. Okay. I'm on my phone now. I think my my it's home just sounds good. Okay, cool. 
Okay. Yeah, my home Wi-Fi is not working. Trash. I just trash. So. Okay, where were we? Um, so you guys went from sounding something like Kiss Chasey and the Getaway Plan with the first release of Together back in 20, mm, 2019, 19. I think it was. Um, but now the most recent release uh, sounds a bit more like electronic, a little bit hyper pop almost. What's, uh, how did you get to that? Yeah, I think like in terms of my songwriting style, I think when we first formed this band, um, I kind of reeled back in the electronic elements a bit. I think Nick can attest yeah. to this, like the band Definitely. I was in before this. Yeah. Like instead of lead guitars, it was just all synths and like that. I grew up listening to like Motion City soundtrack and my brother who was in that last band was like raised on MySpace, like Neon Pop and <laughs> Forever the Sickest Kids and, yes. you know, all those bands, like name any of them, like we were into it. So, yeah, um, yeah, I was always writing music like that. And, you know, we were doing that for years and years and years and, <laughs> and no one really cared about it. So I was like, <laughs> fuck it. Like, I'm going to like, let's go straight down the middle rock. And like, obviously I was listening to like, heaps of Kids Chasey at the time. And that was like playing into the writing and stuff like that. So, yeah, I guess it's like an amalgamation of what I've been doing in the past and what I'm listening to at the time. I think a lot of the other guys in the band are super into like that emo, like trap, like pop punk sort of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I I am sort of on the periphery of it. Like I'm not super into it, but like do like respect it. And like the first version of Soak like was just like straight like rock the entire time. Wow. Like I think the verses, like the chorus is basically the same, but yeah. the verses were like way heavier and like opened up and you know we've rewrote the verses so many times until we got it to where it is today and i think yeah jordan was a big part of that so jordan yeah like, he, he loves all that sort of music and he wrote like i went to him and i was like i can't write these verses like i've been ba banging my head against the wall with this song for like over a year now <laughs> can you please just write something and he wrote he wrote like half of the first verse and the whole second verse and like that brought us to where the song is today like he fully like polished that song off which i'm so grateful for yeah but yeah he, um, i think he had vocals on it too didn't he yeah we got jordan singing on this one which is amazing like he absolutely killed it um yeah and he's got some he's got some more parts in the songs that we've got coming up so yeah it's really exciting i think yeah like this song like the, the songs that we have coming out after this like aren't you know straight emo mm. it's not as emo like trap pop punk sort of stuff it's more so I don't know. It's still electronic, though, Nick. I was getting like the roots. Like it's more the the other songs coming a bit more of the wax flower roots. Would you say? Like it's um, you know what I mean. It's more of a progression of the earlier sound. Yeah, I think so. And like a matured, you know, fleshed out version. Yeah, there's definitely more electronic stuff going on there. Like, yeah, which I guess is like carrying on from Soak, but yeah, I guess in terms of like dark and light variation in terms of you know yeah. sound. Yeah the stuff coming is a bit lighter but yeah yeah i think it's kind of smart um you know releasing a song that's a, a bit different to your usual sound because you're going to be, be getting like a whole other group of people turning their heads and being like oh shit they can like uh, they can do that too make this kind of music as well <laughs> yeah. yeah which is very clever it's interesting um, i think one of like now that we've seen this get such like a good response, it's it's kind of nerve wracking because it's like, oh shit, what if these people don't like the, <laughs> the songs we put out after this? There's but, also that. <laughs> yeah, I, th I don't know. I we'll think see. we're seeing a lot of even a lot of bigger bands these days are doing that kind of switch though. They're um, sort of deciding to to do a, almost a 180 and release something completely different, and and it's what they've 
actually wanted to do for a while. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's cool to see. It's uh, it's interesting because you obviously you're going to get good and bad responses to things like that. But um, it's cool to see people to make it more dramatic, I guess, living their truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah for throw sure. caution to the wind. Yeah. Um, is this one of the first songs you've kind of collaborated on lyrically, Tristan? I'm assuming yeah. you do most of the songwriting, yeah? I think this is actually the first song that, yeah, I think this is the first one. I think maybe my brother, I think Giles wrote a couple of lines yeah. over the years for stuff that I, I couldn't figure mm-hmm. out. I think this, this maybe even in Soak, there was a line that was Giles. No, it's off the next song. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like Jordan, like just fully wrote it, wrote those verses and like, sent them through and we like punched them up together. And yeah, it was actually really um, re- like, it was a relieving experience. Cause usually mm. it's like, I'll like, you know, kill myself trying to write songs. So. Well, like you'd feel like it's just all on you as well, which is like a massive pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's definitely interesting. I think in, like, cause I've been doing it myself for so long. It's also like one of those things that's hard to let go of. Like yeah. these, like mm-hmm. the songs end up being your babies, but um just seeing like how easy it was to work with Jordan and like we're so close anyway. Like, I don't know. It was just came easily. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess it'd be a case by case basis, you know, depending on how, how the people work together and how the idea comes to be. Yeah. And I'm also Mm -hmm. like so non-confrontational as well. Like I've I've done writing (laughs) people in the past and they're like, what about Uh this? And I'm like, yeah, that's sick. I love it. I I need to to change that. Oh no, no, I don't do that. (laughs) That's such a hard habit to break. It's, it's really tough. It's really tough. Um, so we really, really love, um, talking about mental health on this podcast, um, especially within the music industry, um, in like the heavier genres in particular, in particular as well. Um, we've just pulled this quote from an interview with you guys. I'm just going to quickly read it out. Um, uh, mental health has been a consistent theme woven through wax flowers, lyrics, and so it continues this narrative exploring the anxiety and panic disorder experienced by frontman Tristan Higginson. Um, so Present. we think it's, yeah, sorry. No, sorry, I was, I no, was making a bad joke, didn't you? <laughs> Damn it, I'm sorry, I interrupted. <laughs> um, yeah, so we think it's really, uh, really important to be like really transparent and honest uh, in discussions around mental health. Um, you know, especially with artists in these genres, it seems to really be the type of music a lot of people find solace in. Um, so Tristan, do you find it easier being like uh, more vulnerable and open about your mental state through songwriting compared to being like out in the real world and having like just like part to heart discussions? Yeah, I think it's a weird one for me because yeah, I'm like a super introverted guy and you know mostly keep to myself in terms of th- that sort of stuff when it mm-hmm. comes to like real world interaction and even in like my like friendships and relationships, I'm not super open as much as I should be but like it Mm -hmm. comes really easy when I'm writing music and you know I think it's like it's good for the music I think there's like a Ben Folds lyric or something it's like what's good for the music isn't always good for the life and Mm -hmm. I resonate with that a lot it's like (laughs) I don't know I should be as open in my real life as I am you know in my songwriting but it just doesn't come as naturally so you don't find that like all you guys when you get together you don't ever really kind of have any discussions within like the four of you, like about uh, mental health or like 
even like struggles with um, like performing live and like anxieties around that. There's yeah, there's definitely been like yeah, like I I would say like the guys in the band are like three of my best friends. So yeah, over the years, like especially when we we're forming the band and like I was like basically a, a husk of a human being, like just breaking down constantly. Like they helped me through that significantly, and even just the experience of being in the band and pushing myself like you know outside of my comfort zone to push past all of that stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's you know I can't thank them enough for that. Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. I think when I when I talk about that, it's not really around the guys in the band. I think because they're so tight, like. I've had to be show that vulnerable side of myself to them, yeah. you know, cause I've been through all of it with them and like, I'm doing the music stuff with them, which is inherently vulnerable. So I don't know. It's almost like I've compartmentalized my life into like these two, like there's two Tristans, there's like Ben Tristan and then there's mm. like normal Tristan, which is like, you know, uh, I'm super unhealthy and <laughs> I want to get past that and, you know, just be one dude. So um, yeah, no, the guy, like they've been, been there for, for me, mm-hmm. like through the worst times of my life. So yeah, I'm super grateful. Amazing. As boys should. Mm-hmm. As men uh, should. Apart from Nick, who's been horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it, I was just about yeah. to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick, do you share any of these um like any of these anxieties or like any kind of struggles with mental health? If you're um comfortable to share, of course. Yeah. Um look, to be honest, I'm a pretty uh I, I yeah, pretty uh, I live live in my head a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, a lot of the things that maybe I have gone through and go through, I sort of, yeah, for the most part, keep under wraps. Um, I think that there's probably been plenty of times where <laughs> the guys in the band have been like, oh, this guy is uh, unwell. <laughs> uh, this guy is not normal. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm much more of a supporter in terms of that realm. I, you know, I'm more... Um, yeah, I'm not really a talker. I'm more of a listener. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that I think that's probably why um maybe my friendship with the guys works because I just yeah, I usually just like to listen. Um and I guess try to offer advice where I can versus, you know, sort of dumping. You never things. shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's that's when we're talking crap. You know what I mean. That's when we're talking shit. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. When it comes to the serious stuff, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Silence. Not many serious things come out of my mouth. Uh, I, yeah, I, that's just the way I've been built. Unfortunately, I'm built different. Yeah. Do you guys get any kind of like pre-show nerves and then like once you're out there, it just kind of melts away or it kind of sticks with you? Or are you just naturals? Um, Yeah. I think it comes in waves. There's been shows that are like uh, maybe a big deal for the band and it's been like, oh, cool. And then there's been shows that are not even, you know, I mean, not that every show is not a great show, but there's been small shows. I'm like, oh, I am so nervous and I don't even know why there's like 10 here to see us you know what I, mean? I feel like, like the small shows are definitely scarier because you can like see yeah. everyone yeah and literally. like see them looking at you <laughs> yeah <laughs> now they like got to think about that every time nervous. <laughs> no. you come off stage and you know like exactly how every single person in the room felt about <laughs> they you. saw me fuck up <laughs> i saw them saw me do you find like playing um playing shows in your hometowns easier than say playing in like Melbourne or um, New South Wales? Or is it worse because they know you? <laughs> I'd rather play abroad. Hey, I think that um when we play, I don't know if this if I'm definitely not talking through everyone in the band, but myself personally, mm-hmm. I feel like when we play at home, 
not so much home, but in Brisbane, um, there's just such an expectation for the show to go incredibly well yeah. and, you know, pack it out and sell merch and all that kind of stuff. Whereas when we go abroad, we're still kind of a new band in the grand scheme of things. So there's more room for like experimentation and I, I don't want to say error, but you know what I mean? It feels, um, yeah, it feels different. Like there's less responsibility, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where else have you guys played? Just the three mains, really. Yeah. Um, Melbourne. Like, I'm sorry, oh. Victoria. Okay, sorry. So when you say abroad, like, have you played internationally? No, that was probably a bad term. We are the biggest band in the world. We've played everywhere. <laughs> when we played Croatia, that was really, really <laughs> I saw pictures from that one. It looked good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, it's interesting because we were like looking up the label or is it the label that you're on? Um, yeah. Is in Italy? They're out there. They're really far away. They're out there. How did, that was a yeah. really wild find for us. How did that happen? Yeah, I guess it was all through our booking agent, Jimmy. Yeah. I think he, he had a contact who was working there at the time and was like, we were shopping around for labels and, you know, they're really keen. I think they had Stan Atlantic. They put out that first Stan Atlantic EP and like yeah. that was my reference for Rude um, at first. And like, as soon as we got on like calls with them and stuff, it was like super obvious that they were on board with what we were doing. So, and yeah, it's been like, it's been amazing so far. Like we definitely wouldn't be able to do the stuff we're doing right now without, you know, their support. So yeah. yeah. And even just the fact that we're signed in the first place, I still can't believe like at the end of the day. So, yeah. Got to pinch myself. <laughs> but they have some really cool bands on that label at the moment. Like, they seem to really be thriving. This, like, there's yeah. this artist, Sydney Sprague, who's like, you know, she put out an album this year. Oh, maybe it was last year. It would have been last year. It was yeah. like one of my favorite mm-hmm. records of the last couple of years. Um, yeah, they've got some really cool stuff going on over mm-hmm. there. Have you had opportunities to kind of like network with those other artists and bands as well? Yeah, absolutely. I can't talk about the the main one. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we've definitely got to do some cool stuff, and yeah, yeah, it'll 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 come out in due due course. Oh, exciting! Um, so secretly, going back, um, going back to soak. Um, so songwriting typically lends to song titles, um, like being based on the lyrics within the song um but that doesn't seem to be the case here so where did the title for soap come from um it's definitely just from the first line of the chorus i think soaking in the deep oh it is isn't it? <laughs> oh did we miss yeah. that <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with us but speaking about song anyway titles, where did the title come from <laughs> ignore the rest I'll turn this into a good question. You ready? Yes, thank you so much. Ready Here we this? go. Strap in. Um, mm. I used to, I used to always overthink song titles, and I, like, it's like, oh, does it need to be this clever, like, memorable line that has nothing to do with the song? Like, I would. It needs to be a win. full sentence, like the Fall Out Boy song. Yes. Yeah, just can grow beads all over. <laughs> yeah. But then I think about like, if someone hears that like on the radio in public, what the fuck are they going to look up? Like, <laughs> That's so I, true. I always just like, so now I mostly just name songs what the catchiest like word or phrase and the thing is even if it's not like the hook yeah i don't know i just need it to be the thing that if someone was going to just google it straight away that's what they would put in so i have to put myself in their shoes so it's it's a Damn. Um, question rescued it's thank a, you so much <laughs> it's a search engine like uh tactic then i need i need them to, to ask jeeves what the song is and he needs to know <laughs> Oh, God, the amount of times I've thing? literally wrote in like ba 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 da da, da. 
<laughs> thinking like, oh, the song's the song will come up. People will know. I'm pretty sure there's an app for that now. There you can, like, hum, or like Google just does it now. You can ask what? Google. You can do it on um Oh, what's the one where you ask it to listen to a song? Shazam. Shazam. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure you can do it on there now too. Well, I know Shazam's how I'll be crazy. spending yeah. my evening. Because I don't know anyone who uses, uses Shazam, but like in, in the back me. end of Apple Music, it's just you. Yeah. <laughs> like, when I'm in Coles, because I don't know any pop songs, so I listen to the radio. And I'll be in Coles and be like, yo, this song fucking bangs. And I'll like Shazam on. I'm like, oh, cool. This is Ed Sheeran, I guess. I like Ed Sheeran now. If you That's have, where you go um, to listen to new music. Yeah, listen to Coles. Coles Radio. Coles. I freaking love that. If you have an iPhone um, and you ask Siri what the song is, she like does it through Shazam as well. True. Cool. So you don't yeah, have I think to have Apple the app. Must own Shazam because in the back end of Apple Music for artists, it like tells you how many shaz- like times your song <laughs> yeah. has been Shazam. True. So I did not know that. It's really weird because like <laughs> food, food has been Shazam like over a hundred times. I'm like, who are these people Shazamming us? Like, where are we being played that you need to Shazam? They want to know. Cole's radio. <laughs> they're like out, <laughs> they're outside my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just drive around town blasting yourself. <laughs> Is it just you guys trying to get your Shazam numbers yeah. up? It is, yeah. That's, that's, what, that's what labels want. They want the their Shazam steps. numbers it's, through the roof. It's the pre-sale thing again. It's- <laughs> hey, guys, please Shazam our song. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, we have asked, I think, I feel like we always tend to ask um, – a lot about lyrics and songwriting, um, but in terms of instrumental contribution and, and sort of collaboration within the band, how does that usually go? Um, it's just me for the most part. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and then, yeah, and then, music. and then when we're in the studio, like, um, you know, everyone will add their own parts and, and stuff. Usually I like, because we do all the demos before we go in, like full recorded demos. And then I might be like, um, I don't like love this part but when we're in the studio. Let's try something else mm-hmm. or whatever. But yeah, for the most part, we like go into the studio with the songs completely fleshed out. Mm-hmm. Is there any like, if, if when you say that you're like the main person doing that, how does it... Uh, sort of translate when everyone else is is doing their parts is it just like here here is exactly how to play it or is there like movement within that yeah no usually it's um i don't know for all the guitars like i'll i'll play all the guitars and bass and then for drums like dan's pretty like easy he'll just like go in smash the parts out he's one of the most consistent drummers i've ever met it's crazy um but we've recorded with Stevie Knight down in Sydney for like all of our releases so far. And, you know, he's a drummer as well. So usually it's like this little think tank of like, cause I originally played drums as well. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just me, Stevie and Dan being like, this part should be this. And it's like, you know, going back and forth on what the parts should be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I know it's really good. I, I love having, um, I, I don't know. I love that Dan's such a creative and consistent drummer because it's good to bounce ideas off of him and off of Stevie as well. So that's probably mm-hmm. one of my favorite parts of recording is getting the drums down. I just mm-hmm. love drums. It's probably my favorite part. Of, <laughs> I it's like my favorite too. instrument to play and it's my favorite instrument to listen to in songs. Like, you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's so good. Beautiful. Um, seeing as me and Jamil uh, have both barely ever been <laughs> to Queensland before, I would love if you guys could paint us a little mental picture of um, the live music scene up there. 
Uh, I think maybe Nick, do you have any, any thoughts? You've probably been uh, more involved in the music scene than me. There's kangaroos, <laughs> snakes, and spiders everywhere. That's just Australia. 55 degrees. <laughs> that's the, that's, yeah, the music scene. It's, you got to crack Crowbar Brisbane with snakes. Um, yeah, what, what, sorry. So, what are you like? What's the, what was the crux of the question? I would love Do you a, want to know the state of the scene? Yeah, like paint a mental picture for me. Um, Make me feel like I'm there. <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, it's an interesting time for music in general uh, mm. with the past couple of years. Mm. Um, but Brisbane's always kind of had its own little tight knit community. I, I'm kind of from not like a totally different background to the other guys, but I'm from a different, I guess, part of the scene. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's all kind of integrated. Um, but yeah, I think that Queensland has always had like hardworking bands and um a lot of people here are very passionate about the scene. Um, a lot of mates supporting mates, you know, a lot of regulars at shows because we mm-hmm. are kind of far away, you know what I mean? Like we're mm-hmm. not as far away as North Queensland or, or across the, the ocean. But yeah, I've always kind of felt like Queensland's always had its own little, almost like sub community. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, all the local bands for the most part get a pretty good go up here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, when bands from out of town come in, it's, it's even better and the shows are even bigger and, um, but yeah, I feel like Queensland, well, Brisbane anyway, has taken a bit of a hit with our venues. Like a couple of the venues we lost to COVID. Um, mm, yeah. One of my favorite venues, Crowbar. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of fell to the wayside. I don't really know the full story behind it, but yeah, it was definitely a special place for me. Um, I've seen some of my favorite bands play there. I've played with some of my favorite bands there. So mm. but yeah, I mean, the scene is healthy the scene is probably healthier than it, it, it probably is in other places um, post COVID. Mm. Yeah. I think like even I think specifically for our scene as well, like one of the things that we found. Oh no, we've lost it again. Playing is that, I mean, there's, there's, oh no. <laughs> Why does this keep happening to You're me? You're a bit of a robot. Try again. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello? Yes. Yeah, see this Hello. Kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was just I was just saying like when we first started, I don't know if like if you agree with this, Nick. It felt like we were just there weren't because there's not that many bands in Brisbane who play like the same sort of music as us. No. Like maybe there were a couple kicking around who like aren't yeah. bands anymore. Like I don't know. I felt like we had a really good run, you know, yeah. just starting out because we were like one of the only bands playing like scene like pop punk mm. emo music and like whenever. Definitely. Like whenever bands like even like obviously like the main and the dangerous summer and like fucking simple plan wild um, yeah. back when bands could come to Brisbane um, yeah. like we got those spots like being like this no nobody band from Brisbane so I don't know it's I think but I I'm not familiar with like mate, it could be the same in Sydney and Melbourne but I just like there's not much going on in terms of you know our specific like pop punk sort of stuff yeah right. in Queensland. Yeah. Which is like super handy for you guys, but obviously, like it's nice to have a bit more of a community too. Mm. But it's not handy for my you, imposter you, syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> we just did an episode all about that. <laughs> oh, Fun love stuff! It. Yikes! Um, have you guys ever been involved in a big sound before? Yeah, like, all like gone. Yeah, we played the first year, but not officially. I think we yeah. played like. Because we had just like, I think we, maybe we had like one or two songs out, but we like, mm-hmm. we used that week to just like um, meet with, you know, um, managers and booking agents and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah. that was super handy for us because that's how we ended up signing on the Select in the first place. So I think we, we played like 
we played like a real, there's a, a bar called Greaser. We played a show there. And um, I think Towns played as well. Hell yeah. I can't yeah. remember who else was on Mel that. Yeah. Mel Luca, yeah. Maybe Semantics as well. Mm. And the, that artist played that's huge now. Um, <laughs> Tones is it, and I played that year. <laughs> is it Tycho or Psycho, Psycho. or Tycho? Oh, or? Psycho, yeah. 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 And she played before us and now she's like bonkers big. Yeah. We were just before this interview, we saw um, Triple J had posted their top 10 most played artists of the year. Um, yeah. And it was like, I'm pretty sure I was saying to Gabby, I'm pretty sure like the 10 to 2 were all Australian artists and the number one was yeah. Billie Eilish. <laughs> Amazing. Um, but, but Psycho was in that list and a bunch of other like really great Australian mm. acts were in there too. It was really cool to see. Yeah. I know nothing about that kind of music, but I hear the name everywhere. everywhere. Like yeah. People are like, yeah. oh, you play in a band? Do you know this? And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, I do know that actually. Yeah. You play like, in a band? Do you know Billie Eilish? <laughs> yeah, literally. Do you have ears? Do you know Billie Eilish? <laughs> Have you guys been to any like post COVID gigs lately? We played some. Yeah. We played a little mini festival uh, maybe oh, awesome. three or four weeks ago called Scorch Fest, I think it was called. Yeah. Oh, Scorch. yeah. I feel like, yeah, I remember seeing something about that. And it was kind of sick. Um, it was strange. Like for me anyway, I just felt like it was so weird. <laughs> People out and about and no masks outside oh, up here yeah. in Queensland and stuff. Oh, so it was just like full normal, like no weird, like. Like yeah. um, uh, sections and stuff. Like everyone was dancing. Yeah. There was still like rules and regulations, you know, you check yeah. ins and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, it's just. I mean, the show aside, it was just weird seeing people again. Yeah. But anyway, the show was sick. Um, yeah, it was really cool. Um, oh, that's Towns so awesome. Headlined or Towns second headline? I don't know. It was cool though. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy seeing Towns because, like, yeah, you know, it's so like seeing an interstate band, and it felt like you know, yeah, it felt like we were just coming out of. Stuff a month ago, and I love Towns. Like they're one of my favorite bands oh, in Australia. So. We yeah, um, we chatted to them a few months ago. Yeah. They're freaking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> them and uh, have you guys Teenage played with them before? Yeah. Well, we did that big sound show. That first. Yeah. And I feel like we might have played with them another time, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe I just don't remember. No, I don't I, think I've definitely so. see, I've seen them so many yeah. like times, so maybe I'm just conflating that with that. Yeah, <laughs> we've only played with them twice. Yeah. So, what about upcoming gigs? Are you playing any? Are you going to like mosh at any? Like <laughs> anything coming up? <laughs> um, we don't really have anything booked. We were supposed to do our headline dates in Sydney, Melbourne, but we had to cancel those, unfortunately. Oh, um, really? As so in, like the I ones think- that were supposed to be coming up, like this weekend. Yeah, <gasps> so the, we had to cancel those a couple of weeks ago. Oh, no. Yeah. The border um, wasn't supposed to be opening, but oh, now it all flipped on its head. It's like the 15th or something now, isn't 30th, it? 30th, yeah. Yeah, yeah. shit. Oh, that's so shit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think we'll, like, we'll definitely pick that tour up next year. Um, yeah. And there's some stuff, like, up in the air that, like, hasn't actually been locked in, but if it gets locked in, it would be super exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think with we're going to with Billie Eilish. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah! Oh, shit. We were, we were the 11th most played artist on, on Triple J. <laughs> <laughs> She's hired Congrats. us to be a band. <laughs> She's like, yeah. can I find some irrelevant dudes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any ugly white dudes out there want to be in my band? <laughs> Yo, hands up! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh my god! Okay, wow. 
I think that's all we've got prepped. Did you have anything else you wanted to mention or plug or anything? Yeah, I would love uh, I would love to talk about my top three Australian artists of the oh, year. Oh, okay, you smooth. <laughs> oh, very well done. Obsessed. You're the first person to do that. I like it. <laughs> all right, go for it. Oh, I should have thought of them if I was going to. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm like the kid who's like, um, so you forgot to um, <laughs> to pick up the homework and also I didn't do it. Didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I will say, okay, top three Australian artists of all time. I'm going to do time? some back ones. Just, just currently, just, just currently. I mean, you can do no, it. Like, you do it I only listen to Give music from the fucking 2000s. That's in the okay. 90s. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Stealing O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. <laughs> They're as old as my dad. <laughs> Yeah, your dad's in the van as well, which is sick. Um, and then I'll say Allington, and then I'll say Kiss Chasey. Okay, yeah. all bands that no one cares about anymore. I can Kiss Chasey classics. But everyone go listen to Stealing and Neil because they're like the best Australian men of all time, and um, no one uh, appreciated them when they were here. We will. So look them up. Yeah, we're gonna do. We've started doing this thing with each episode where we put up a playlist about uh, each guest's top three. Um, so we'll definitely put that together. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Nick. Top three artists. I'm going to stay relevant because the question was top three artists this year. Billie Eilish. Um, and Psycho and Coles Radio. Um, no, seriously. If that Jeremy was um, Australian, he'd be number one. It's hard to say. There's actually so many good bands in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, uh, I I really uh, love Dreg. Um, yeah. Big fan Ooh. of Dreg. Um, this year, I've also one. really... Yeah, I know, I know, but we won't get into that right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, hard one. Yep. Um, speed, I've really, really enjoyed Speed. Um, that sounds all? super weird to say, hey. I love Speed. I'm a big enjoyer of Speed. Um, I don't know, hey. Um, just quietly, well, not even just quietly, but I'm actually really liking the new um, Between You and Me album, yes. so I'll, I'll throw that in there. Yes. Nice. Um, we're hoping to chat to them soon. We've just actually... Oh, well, no, it's not up yet, but it's about to be published. We chatted to... Our girl, Tori, chatted to James. Um, cool. Yeah, really cool dudes. Hopefully we'll we'll see them on soon. And Oh, my God, the cat is going nuts. What's <laughs> <laughs> happening? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, sick. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, guys, for chatting to us this evening. We really appreciate it. Cool. Um, everyone definitely go check out Soak. Check out the music video as well. Very fun. Well, fun's probably not the right word, but <laughs> very cool. Very nice. Don't do that at all. Go check out Stealing O'Neill yes. on Spotify yes. <laughs> and run their numbers up. Forget about Wax And if you haven't heard, check out Billie Eilish. <laughs> She's a really underground artist. We think you'll yeah. like her. <laughs> okay, all thank right, you so, thank you so much, guys. so much for chatting. Bye. 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 Bye.